Good evening, citizens. This is the Coalition Dead Boys Podcast, episode 41. Awesome episode 41. I am Matt. I'm Jeff. I'm Maddie. And we have got a real treat for you coming up. First things first, MDC News, as we've already discussed. Kevin Zambidia got hit by a Jeep, but he is on the mend and recovering well. Yay! Uh, Also, uh, in time to see the Savage World for Risk Kickstarter succeed. So, yeah, which is... I, I'm excited about it. What did it? What did it get? Like a thousand percent of its yep. funding, almost. Woo! That's insane. I was part of it. Oh, crap. Well, I, I had to put I, enough in to get my free copy and my I, free stuff. I am sad to say I wasn't because I didn't have the funds. This this uh, well I funds are important. It's it's okay, but um, hopefully. When it comes to retail, I'll be able to get my, my hands go. on a copy. There you go. Um, but other than uh, Savage Rifts, which is... Awesome. I just, you know, I look at the art and I geek out about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. Nice. Um, Where can they view the art at? Well, you can start at uh, palladiumbooks.com and then... There you go. Move, from, move on from there. Um... Rifter 73 is shipping out Chaos Earth, it, Resurrection is shipping out, and so is Robotech, Expe- Sorry. Robotech Expeditionary Force Marines source book. If that isn't a it's mouthful, a source book. if that it's isn't a mouthful, I don't know what is. So and what is it, the Robotech? Robotech Expeditionary Robotech Force, Force Marines Marine source, source book. book. That's a lot of S's. That's but a little slippery. That's and lastly, the Rifts... Rifts, the Coalition States, Heroes of Humanity. Also that really awesome. Also looks really, really cool. Not in the least bit, I think, because it's got... I can't tell if those are men or women, but uh, the art... That's has... promising. <laughs> They're short-haired no, grunts. No, no sarcasm there. <laughs> They're short-haired grunts. I mean, you can't really tell... Because they're in their battle armor. Right. That's so. promising. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what she okay. said. She wasn't being sarcastic. That okay. was good. Just... I laughed just because I know her, and I know, I know that, that, okay, that she missed that. That was in all seriousness. Yeah. They're soldiers first. Yes. Yes. A, uh, we've said on the podcast before, a woman requires just as much armor as a man. So, Woo. yes. It's not when the uterus is uncovered, it's impervious. Hey, tell the video game makers, man. We're oh, we we're, have been. We've 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 already been behind. <laughs> the okay, I mentioned before. Okay, this is kind of moving into SDC news. Yes, as, <laughs> as well it should. As well it um, should. I mentioned before that I had played the Red Dragon in. I think is what it's called. Yes, I was the. Um, oh gosh, what's her name? Uh, the redheaded girl that's like really holds her liquor well, but doesn't really hold her money well and um i kept getting uh, chainmail bikini cards like no more chainmail bikini jokes and so i was able to pick one person to lose stamina and (laughs) like you know i'm smacking somebody or oops i didn't mean to do that and or uh you know she's taking she took off like her her big um, plate mail, mm-hmm. and she's using the the liquor at the um, at the table, and she's wiping her her Ooh, stuff down. I, she's like, "Hey, I found just the thing to get all that blood off." I guess that's a it's it's a it's pretty fun. Sadly, my mind is going right immediately to what a waste of booze. <laughs> But I guess if that's all you had and you really want the armor clean, well, I... Mm-hmm. Um, red, a red-headed, vicious female warrior's got to do what a vicious red-headed female warrior's oh, got to do. She was like Fiona the... Oh, gosh. Anyone who who enjoys the Red Dragon Inn, um, comment and remind me How much Fiona the... What's that game? What? What's the What's the price of that game? Because I don't. Own I don't it. know. I don't own that. I need to get my hands on the that base one. copy. I think is probably. You know, so just like, guessing. It's probably thirty five. Thirty five, forty bucks. 
Uh, then it's person, a fun one. the person that I played with had all the expansions, so the geek oh, tax wow. was really, okay. really high for them. Um, but speaking of geek taxes, I stumbled upon two Kickstarters today. Yeah. One was called, and they're, they've both got a long ways to go. One was called Organ Attack. It's like, um, you have a, a stack of, or a deck of organ cards, like spleen, eyes, heart, the point was lungs. The point of this game is... And you have a, a deck of attack cards, and you're trying to attack Why other people's the other, all the other systems. person's organs. Okay, I got it. All right, wow. While retaining your own. Why? I get it. It sounds it. and looks really, really fun. Um, I can't really explain it beyond that. All I'm going to say is just you'll have to go to Kickstarter and check it out. Um, Beautiful. And the second one? The second one is called A Million Dollars But, which um, basically it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity or Apples to Apples or something. Uh-huh. You get two cards, or you. You, you, know, you get you have, a handful of cards. You get a handful of cards. And you give uh, two of them to the judge. Okay, yeah. And the judge has to pick from among the... From, from among the cards. From which, among the cards. And I which, think that, which, which, is, which is a million-dollar idea? Or, which, or which, which idea would make the most money? Or Which is the most horrible. Oh. So in the example, they had, you know, if... I would get a. You would get a million dollars. Oh yeah. Okay, that's nice. Okay, you get a million dollars every time you heard a phone ring. Yeah, you pooped your pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what. Yeah, you always got like one one or two options. Uh, You have to pick like the worst one. Yes. It's like like, uh, uh, I remember this uh, goes with this. Would you take that million dollars? I I, I played. I played this game before. It was uh, the funniest thing because there was uh, there was one. Or actually, no, because uh, it wasn't an official board game, but it sounds like this is a Kickstarter, right? Yeah. So it sounds like somebody actually is trying to make an official version of this game. But I played this game years ago at, um, I, I think it was a bachelor party we were playing this at. <laughs> and not at well, because that was the thing. Somebody would come up with an idea, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, yeah, you present this really great thing, you know, it's like, uh, um, you know, you, you know, you'd be, a, you know, you'd be a millionaire set for life. But, and then, yeah, but then, but, uh, and then, and then it's, it, it comes around to other people who would have to come up with, you know, with like stipends for, you know, you know, for, you know, bo- you know, this, you know, we just kind of left it open ended. And then we kind of go around and everyone else would come up with like, uh, you know, but what would you have to give up? Or what would, you know, what's, mm-hmm. what's the bad thing that happened had, had to happen? And I don't, I don't know what happened, but it, uh, it came, it came to my turn and a friend, someone brought up that, um, okay, it is legal to hunt Politicians. You heard me. It is legal to hunt politicians for sport, and you wouldn't be charged with murder for it. And nobody <laughs> could really come up with one because I was too busy agreeing. And I'm like, yeah, but your hunting partner has to be Dick Cheney. So, yeah. for those people who remember <laughs> the story about what happened with him when they were out hunting, yes. everyone remember Dick Cheney, oh, the I Dick remember. Cheney hunting story where he accidentally shot the. Um, Candidate from the other party, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So it was around about the same time that, that happened. I had the Oops. whole room laughing over that. And so, yeah. No. So it sounds like someone's actually making a board game out of that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Well, the thing is, the Kickstarters. I don't know what the original goal was, but they're well over a million dollars now. I believe it. I could not believe it. It was. I've never seen a Kickstarter get that high, but. Cool. More power to him. Anyway, awesome. uh, that's all I've got, Maddie. Tell us how Helmsmord went. Um, it was good. We are escaping to the Southern Isles currently. Um, uh, three ships of Drow caught up with us, which was fun. We took them out. Was it fun? Oh, okay. So that <laughs> was fun. I spent the entire time hiding under a tarp. With the with the journal, because they were coming after the journal. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I'm keeping this with me, but I don't want them to know exactly where it is. So to recap, you had this journal. You were headed north because you're trying to find uh, the demons. 
Yes. We were so, going to fight the demons. We're still hunting demons. The significance of the journal being... Um, it was written by one of the eight immortals that created Tarok, which is the world in which we the game are living. Is yeah. place. Got it. Um, and it is, so there are three pieces of, uh, something that the demons are looking for to mm-hmm. open a door to, from, I can't, I can never remember the name of the place where the demons are. But just open the door from the de- from the demon world to Tarok and just too busy killing innocent drow. It sounds like <laughs> well, I remember where <laughs> the where the eight immortals live. <laughs> what is there such a thing as an innocent drow? No. Wait, apparently <gasps> secrets. There's one in our party that we don't know I was, about. I was gonna say that should be my next Palladium fantasy character. But he he's he's. Kind of okay. I have established the moral vacuum for defending for defending these people. Anyway, so they need three pieces. They need the door, they need the lock, and they need the key. The journal happens to be the lock. That's right. So, I'm keeping that with me. I'm trying to translate it as best I can. Um, but we're escaping to the old lands. And you are a soothsayer, so hiding under a tarp is actually a smart thing to do because you don't really... I'm not a fighter, not a so fighter. I, I you, you know, just did magic out from underneath the tarp. And uh, and do we does the group have any warcasters yet, or is everyone still like a? What do you mean warcasters? When when I was playing in this game, it seemed like everybody was a status or a saboteur mage. It was all blind, deaf, cripple, wither. No, that's just three of us. Li- li- they, they would, all the bad guys would get like lined up with a dozen status ailments. No, that was half of us. So, yeah. And then, well, no, we have a power mage right now. There we go. And uh, yeah, a monk. And a ber- berserker. So those are our <laughs> fighters. Oh, my. Um, and Taylor's, uh, Taylor's still a berserker? Yeah. Good. Anyway, so we're heading south. And Deviant Mines. Deviant Mines. We blew up um, a military... What's it called? Sadly, milady, I wasn't there. <laughs> I was I was a couple hours late to the session. You knew what we were doing, though. We had planned it for a couple sessions. There was... Uh, well, there was a military base that I believe we were going to attack. Or was it a... Was it? it was... It wasn't a prison, was it? Yeah, it was. It was an armory. It was, it was, kind a, of. It was a weapons depot. Yeah. Anyway, so we were attacking that. Um, we stole a whole bunch of stuff, and then blew it up. Mister Satan now has a we, cause gun. Yeah. Well, no, that's he. One of the powers he picked up is to create objects, oh, but they okay. only exist so long as he's touching it. Ah, gotcha. Anyway. So yeah, we did that. We started a forest fire. Um, yeah. <laughs> Smokey would be very, very upset with you. And then we got a call from Cal, who we think is maybe betrayed us, maybe not. We're kind of on the fence there. But we decided to go see what's up, and now we're in trouble. So, you know, good times. So she is not wrong. We have we have walked into a trap. We did our we did our best to be ready for it, but we don't know for sure whether or not Cal is involved. Okay. We don't know if we can trust him. We don't know if he's gonna betray us again or not. Yeah. Anyway. Curse your surprising and inevitable betrayal. So that is what's happening. <laughs> okay. SDC news on my end. The resurgence of entropy is rolling right along with the with Sauron, the betrayer, winning as usual. Um, the Avatar of Flame needs only obtain one other place of power to complete his triangle, and then he and then he will actually be able to physically re-enter the world. Crap. And not only that, but it turns out that the High King over all the land, for some strange reason, just delved into arcane magic and got himself in real trouble. Not only has he successfully 
Not only is he successfully slowly turning into stone himself, but he has awoken a great and terrible monster from the depths of the earth, and it is now haunting his fortress, so much so that ogres have moved in and declared themselves the rightful rulers of the north. And... And it is now up to a brave, very, very brave, but very, very mentally stunted group of heroes to <laughs> save the North. Dude, now, this, this, this is now, this is going to lead into our topic because that's all I'm going to say about, about, about where the game is going. Now, I, I need to give a shout out to my werecat Juno who started eight. I watched, I went back through the numbers, I listened to the session. The werecat started eight bad guys dealing initial oh. points of heavy damage to eight targets and only... One of which she got to actually claim. And the other thing that she killed was a kill steal that she swiped from a, a Spleen Ripper, of all people. So. It was super cool. So after Spleen Ripper gets three very damaging, very heavy attacks against this gargoyle, she's the one that finished it off. It was a giant. And. It was the fire giant. Did you get the fire giant too? Yeah. You kill like... No, I'm not talking about uh, Sersha. Like I'm talking about Juno. Think. Yeah, I killed the fire giant. Remember when I I was on the ledge and I leapt off and cut it... Oh, off. that was... Oh, I thought that... Yeah, that's... Oh, no, so it was an ogre. Yeah, because you had the fire giant and the ogre. That's right. I thought you had one of the gargoyles. But... Okay. No, I did. Oh, I was fighting the gargoyle yeah, on the ledge. Okay, yeah. okay, that's right. Yes, because... And then that was dead. So I jumped off and... Oh, that, okay, so it wasn't... Sp- that's right. So it wasn't... Sorry, it wasn't Spleen Ripper... It wasn't Splinterverse kill that you stole. It was James's. That's right. Yep. That is wow, correct. she, you, you, you got, you got, you got to step up on the Leprechaun Assassin. That's that's saying something. That's a that's a good kill right there. That's if you beat if you beat him to the uh, if you if you beat him to sli- if you beat him to a slit throat. That was that that really is something. So but now the thing, what, no. the thing that just frustrates me to no end though is that this. Um, keep this castle whatever you want to call it that uh the ogres have claimed now has this energy about it that prevents any magic being used and it sucks all the ppe out oh that's the place that you guys are that's the place, place um that's sorry, two, two different groups. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I've got I've got two players here. They're both from uh, each one's from uh, one of the different groups. Uh, going oh, back she's to the kid, uh, she is she is in the she is in the north at Harkon's Keep, and uh, Maddie is playing in both groups. Uh, the other group is at the Great Imperial Arch, and the name of the sessions that I'm running for them, um, the it is actually called the Imperial March. So <laughs> because it's is it's a it's an actual bridge built by the dwarves that spans the distance between Ophid and the Empire, and they now have to, and they are going to have to cross it. Because one yeah, cannot yeah. get into the Empire via ship. Or, well, we could have tried, but... Um, this was not my we, fault. We, but we successfully got blown up by pirates. Or, no, sorry. We successfully got... We were pirates who got successfully and murdered by the Imperial Navy. So... The bad guys got punished in this game, so like I said, yes. We are the bad guys. Excuse you? I'm a paladin. You were? Who was in the room reading, so we were in this office, you were taken hostage, or what? No, because I was severely injured, if you recall. You wouldn't let me out of my room. But when it all hit the fan, you were just... Sitting there. I'm reading! I'm, I'm reading! Not gonna come out! I'm gonna let the necromancer try his new spell, Death Bolt, and blow everything to smithereens. That's still your fault. Why are you blaming me? Because you wouldn't do anything. You did I didn't do stuff. The, I didn't know how the hell it would work. Well, you heard it from the horse's mouth, Maddie. You now you now have full legit permission to kill him next time you see him. Cool. So Anyway, uh, um, but the point that needs to, the, but and this is going to lead into the the thing that we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, tonight, uh, what a, what we're going to go over is Maddie and Jeff are going to bring up their favorite archetypes, and then we're going to discuss the Palladium options for filling those archetype uh, roles in any said game. But the story that I need to bring up about this, uh, I really do need to set the record straight 
in regards to a very popular story told by a certain player. Uh, there's a story going around about a wizard who, instead of defending himself from an orc attack, decided to instead cast a cast an offensive spell. Now, did he blow the orc up and set him on fire, and was the damage that he rolled against this creature phenomenal? Yes, it was. What is the rest of the story, you might ask? Well, I'm glad you did ask. The orc cleaved him in half and almost killed him. The orc, for all the damage and fire he sustained, was not terribly hurt by this. The wizard, on the other hand, almost died. Now, this is a bad habit that has been passed on to some other players in my games. Now, I bring this up because Maddie, who is the one person who's supposed to be doing this, it's okay, and I want you to know <laughs> that as the weird what going no, nuts. The, on... no, she's the wear she's the okay. jaguar. Conventional weapons, fire, ice elements, those don't hurt you. Some idiot swings at you, smack it. Just smack him instead. You don't have to defend yourself. He fire can't hurt you. Does go BS crazy. I've been hurt by fire before. Okay, correction. As a game mechanic in this particular game, because the avatar of flame is coming, yes, fire hurts everyone. Normally it wouldn't, but in this case, it does. And FYI, the only reason the fire keeps hurting you is because it's dealt to you by either black powder weapons or they usually douse you in oil first. The times that you've been lit on fire... As a rare or as Uh This is the this is a rare cat. This is Juno. But again, the, the rare cat is the one who technically should be doing all the simultaneous attacking because she, again, technically is the one who, yeah, just can't be harmed by conventional attacks. Uh, people who should not be doing this, uh, elves in armor, elves who are frost mages. Yeah, these are the people who should not be, oh, yes, zombies. Yes, these are all the people who should not be doing this, yet for some reason they are. Now... <laughs> <laughs> Please, now, I, I need it understood that our dearly beloved nobleman zombie has an issue now. <laughs> and so does the elven sorceress. The elven sorceress is going to be on freaking crutches. Unless somebody, no, somebody needs to do something about her. She's freaking raceland now. Ouch. Her physical beauty is like down to a, her physical endurance is now down to like a six. Okay, we do not simultaneously attack unless, as I've said, we are an invulnerable werecat. All right, fine. Everybody else, no. When it's your turn to defend yourself, you do that. You defend yourself. I'm still going to have no. the zombie chuck me into combat. <laughs> Which was awesome. And that cartoon's almost done. I'll have it up as soon as I can. I've got two little, like... Asdef-looking animated characters playing tennis with a cat, and eventually the cat, um, no, eventually what happens is the cat gets on top of the cannon that the ogre's holding, and you then still misunderstood what I was saying. and he blows himself up, and that's the end of the cartoon. So, spoiler, I just oh ruined it, gosh. but that's, that's how the cartoon ends. Or, uh, actually, no, that's not where it ends. Uh, the, the actual ending is still a surprise, because it's not, it's not over yet. But, wow. that's, that's what's gonna happen. Wow. Anyway, I know I, now, I, I, I know I know I misconstrued, but the ogre was the one that got the natural twenty, so the ogre is the one that got to decide what happened. So, Kaboom. now that's not what I was talking about. That's okay. Well, no, what, what, what were you talking about then? Which one? The time that Cause I think they, I almost got shot. Because they threw, because they threw up, because they threw at the gargoyle, uh -huh. and then they threw you at the crier who was up in the, who was up in the tall tower. Yeah. The guy with the cannon. That, and that was the guy with the cannon, yeah. So, I parried the cannon mm -hmm. first. So I would have been standing on the side of it, right? So if he's pointing the cannon this way and tries to swing it at me and I block it, it'll be right here, and I'm standing right here, and he was trying to swing it around at me, but I just told you I wanted to hold on to it. The one... Uh... 
The where I was with it was when they first threw you at him. That was when he rolled the natural 20. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, no. Uh, no, it, it was, no, because it wasn't. No, he didn't get the natural 20 when they first threw you at him. He got the natural 20 against you when you were attacking him. I was, was being thing. thrown were, back up. Yeah, but, okay, yeah, it was, that was after, after. Yeah, it was after you got knocked down. It was after what I'm talking about. Okay, so it was after the natural 20 moment when they threw you back up there. And no, then I no, tried, the natural 20 moment, him. I was down when he rolled a natural 20 and I was being thrown back up and yeah. he shot me. That was after what I'm talking about right now. Then how did you get knocked down the first time then? When they first threw you at, when they first threw you at him, what happened? Did... I don't remember, but. Huh. We're such nerds. It's not important. It's over. Yes, yes, really not. But that's the thing. Okay, so favorite archetypes. I'm not sure if it's your favorite. I just know Maddie's played a lot of them. Maddie likes to munchkin. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know what your favorites are. I just know you've played a lot. I like to play a DPS. She likes the damage dealers. She likes the badass with two axes. Yep. Jeff, you know I'm. I'm always really interested in, well, and I, whenever I was, um, whenever I was playing D&D back in the, way back in the day, like the 3E days, um, I would always go, well, even before that, I guess, I would always go for the rogue, or the thief, whatever you want Mm -hmm. to call it, uh, and I was almost always chaotic neutral. There you go. Because it's like, don't really care about other people so much the law doesn't really you know make much of a difference to to me or to what uh, or to what uh, I'm trying to do so I'm just going to kind of ignore it okay so uh, based uh, from, from from both of you what makes a good rogue character what are the defining traits that a rogue needs to have pickpocket so they need to be able to steal. They okay. need to be able to steal. They need to be able to like palm cards and do sleight of hand and have fairly good charm. Things like that. I would say anyway. I would say they need to be fast. That yeah. speed is good. Yeah. Now, speed um, good. now speed and agility, one over the other, both. Um, agility probably over speed. Agility, yeah, agility I think so. Something. And the abil- the ability to be quick uh, tends to weigh. A lot heavier tends to weigh a lot more in the plating universe than uh, than actual speed. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a fact for those of you not familiar with the game mechanics. Your physical prowess is a lot more used than than your speed. And I finally, I think I would say you know ranged attacks are really good, but if you need to do a melee attack, a double bladed. So, so, really so I guess this is this is a thing. So you can rogues, get rogues are attacks. generally ranged, or rogues are generally melee. I think generally they're ranged. Um, are rogues generally a ranged type? Um, I think they're most useful as ranged. Yeah. Or you know, I guess it depends on the situation. Um, like the way I use them, I use them as ranged a lot. Because, you know, in D&D at least, they don't have a lot of hit points to start with. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so I would be, kind of be air support, for for lack of a better term. You know, I'd stand behind the mindless fighters, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, while they were just, you know, wordlessly swinging around with their axes and doing nothing, hey. I would, like... I had a, I had a, uh, okay. I had a dexterity of like twenty eight on one character. That's pretty good. Okay, um, but like I was just shooting him in the head. Okay, Palladium makes a lot of books, so for this I'm going to stick primarily with World of Rifts, and I'm also going to stick primarily with Rifts because in Rifts. Rifts is where the where, Rifts is where the lines between what archetype am I actually playing gets really really fuzzy. So good rogues in the Rifts universe are not limited to, but would most likely uh, include Psy Stalkers would make excellent would make excellent rogues because Psy Stalkers 
um, tend to have high physical prowess attributes. They do not tend to be charming, but they do tend to be able to go unnoticed. And they're also very, very powerful psychics. But they're also tied to the CS, aren't they? Uh, they can be, but wild-sized stalkers are not. Okay. See, a wild-sized stalker can do whatever they want. Now, again, if rogues are ranged, uh, need agility, and have to be able to steal, well, anything from the Rift's Mercenary book would make an excellent rogue. And I want to point out specifically... Except for, full conver- except for a full conversion cyborg. Full conversion cyborgs aren't in the Rift's Mercenary uh, thing. I think they are. Uh, the full conversion cyborg for the coalition, uh, oh, or for the coalition, uh, for, or no, conventionally, no. Uh, the full conversion Borg uh, for coalition is located in a number of the uh, Rifters. It is also in the coalition war campaign book number, mm-hmm. uh, number eleven. That will be a number eleven, and it is also in the main book. Both of them, mm-hmm. both copies that they made. But no, the actual occupational character class for the full oh, conversion okay. Borg is not in the mercenary book. The Rift mercenary book, no, the full conversion cyborg is not in there. But what is in there is the bounty hunter, the uh, bounty the hunter. professional thief. The con man, the smuggler, the safe cracker, these are all things that are in that book, and they all make wonderful thieves, and rogue character classes, and specifically, and I saved the best for last, the super spy. And what is the best thing about the super spy? The super spy has an edge, and you get to randomly roll it. Maybe they have magic, maybe they have psionics, maybe they even have superpowers from Heroes Unlimited, okay? (laughs) The super spy really is, I would say, probably one of the best actual rogues you could ever make. In the world of rifts, yeah, now it really ex coalition or ex military anybody, they also make really good rogues. But I wouldn't put all my chips on that number because they tend to not have the thieving. They tend to not have the skill set that you need. They'll they'll have the stats. Well, that, and that's and the weapons, that, that's kind of the but thing. They won't have the skills when when we talk about a, a an archetype. We talk about just kind of a general idea. But when we start adding in these things like oh, they're ex military, so they don't quite have this. Full skill set. I think that's where you start to run into, or where you start getting the full flavor of a rounded character. Because well, but again, we're not discussing flavor. We're talking about just what. Yeah, what this, is just, this is just this is just broad broad strokes right now. You were painting pretty broadly, painting pretty broadly here. Um, now, uh, even though it hasn't been mentioned, just really quickly before we before I dive headlong into all of the best. Uh, DPSs and world-class war machines that Maddie will hopefully play for playing games one day. Um, <laughs> the really gray one, especially in the world of rifts, what makes what makes a good healer? And this oh, is one now. A lot of rifts, a lot of long-time rifts players, they immediately have the answer for this, which is why I'm glad they said something. Uh, David Folmsby said this one. Vic gave me this one, and Nate gave me this one as well, and even Kevin told me. If you want to be a great healer in the world of Rifts, if you want to play White Mage, you want to be a healer, go Psychic. Pick any of the powerful psych, uh, Psychic PCCs and RCCs. Um, Mind Melters make wonderful healers. They don't all have to be pushers and dominating puppet masters. No, Mind Melters can be incredible healers, capable of doing... Phenomenal and epic levels of of good and right. Not not badness. Yes. Um, there there are shamans who are psychic. There are any number of psychic healer OCCs. Um, even even cyber knights can make good healers. Now the other big one in the world of rifts for making good healers, rifts is full. Of powerful monsters and deities and demigods and alien intelligences. Be a priest! Dark, light, evil, greedy, or good. You will have the ability and capacity to restore the hit points and mega damage and sustainability of the people you're around. I promise you. Because no matter where you are, there is some dark god that you're going to be able to pray to. Or some light god that you'll be able to pray to. Or some greedy god that you're able to pray to. Or some goofy god who just wants you to help free his wife. So <laughs> yes, Zoidberg, and, and that really is the reason he's hanging around. So <laughs> I, lo- I love the, the flame. Vo- I love the voice you do for him. <laughs> what can I say? It's a voice I can do. Now DPSs for Maddie. Oh, in the world of rifts, there are there are there are wonderful DPSs. 
um, you haven't really had the chance to play a, a whole lot of Rifts characters. You, you really haven't. Yeah. And so, um, the world of Rifts, some great DPSs include uh, Lanatar Hunters. These very broken things. Uh, this is Kevin Sambedia's tribute to... Uh, are you familiar with the with the Predator, like the movies that they made? Do you familiar? Ish. The the with actual the gov- with the governor. Uh, well, the okay, the actual okay. So the you are familiar then with the concept of that there's this alien that is silent, invisible, and invincible. Okay. Well, the Lanatar Hunter is that creature. It is a scaly reptile looking thing. Only they're they're actually more cat looking. They they actually are. All the drawings I've seen, they're like they're like these cat lizard looking guys. They have like these very white cat faces, but then they're scaly, and that's what they do. They have just ridiculously broken combat bonuses. They get like two additional attacks per melee on top of starting at like hand hand martial art level six, and they get like plus eight. No, this is without their stats, without any stat bonuses. They get like plus eight to strike, parry, and dodge. They have auto dodge. They have unreal amounts of psychic powers. They can also learn magic, because in Palladium Worlds, anybody can learn magic. You just have to open yourself up to the supernatural. Um, and yes, yeah, so these things, they can have magic, they have psionics, they're supernatural, which means they're naturally the highest level of strength and stamina, which means, yes, they don't get tired, they bioregenerate, and they can crush whatever they want to with their bare hands. So, Lanatar Hunters are an excellent uh, DPS. <laughs> Another one we brought up earlier, uh, the Full Conversion Cyborg. Do not, do not under, do not depreciate these characters. Uh, the NGR, New German, and most of the European books are full of nothing but cyborgs, and they are all awesome! And they can all, they're the same way. They've got, enhanced strength. They've got robot caliber strength. And they've got guns and they can fly and they can they've got thermographic camouflage from Ghost in the Shell. So yes, they can actually bend light as if they go invisible. And they can also or you can go to Russia where your cyborg <laughs> may not be able to turn invisible, but now your full conversion cyborg has chainsaws and chain fists and insert any of those um, Latverians from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood in here. Yeah, any one of those auto-male northern guys is a Russian cyborg in the world of Rifts, so yeah. So the Volkswagen cyborg makes an, makes an excellent DPS. And I want to bring up one more, just really quick while he's on my mind. Again, a, a very, very undervalued creature, but I love them nonetheless. It's called a, it's called a Thornhead. It's from the, it's from the first conversion book. And it's, okay, it says that it's normally not allows a player character, but it's still, it's this giant, it, it's like the Rus Minotaur. It's this giant thing that's got, its head is like nothing but horns. It's, this, it's, the, it's the greatest looking thing in the world. And, but it's big and it's strong and it's powerful and it's just, it's just made of horns. It's, it's just great. Sorry. Am I, I going to be the one that makes a horny joke? Or? No! Don't! <laughs> Run a roll! Um, and um, uh, so, which games have I been in that were riffs? Remind me. Holy cow! You know, I'm thinking about this. I don't think Matt, I, Maddie might not have ever like, even been in a riffs game. Well, I think, I think uh, the, Aurora Falls was riffs, right? Uh, that was that was actually Heroes Unlimited. That was not riffs. Uh, what about uh, um, Reliquarion was Palladium Fantasy, like we're doing right. now. Um, and lot now, seventeen. Uh, oh, you still get lot sixteen. <laughs> you you actually were in a riffs game. There we go. Where we were, where I we think were that's animals. really, truly the only one. And she was she won she won the cameo award for Echoes in the Darkness because she actually participated in all. I think three, four. How many, I, I had four probably. I had four. I had four side quests for that game where. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, I did well. Uh, James James was in two of them. Uh, James was in two of them. There's and then there's one with Andrew, and then there was the. Uh, uh, there was that one that you were in that oh, yeah. I wanted James there for, but he wasn't able to attend, so it was you and Jelwyn. Yeah, it was... It was. I think, it, that, I think that was my first night. That was that was the very first time you ever played. No idea. I had no idea what yeah, anyone was talking well, about. I, I threw you in the deep end, and you actually managed to not drown, so you, I, you, I walked in, asked, you walked into a level 10 one-off. I just act stoned and in off a, we go! In a, in a super-powered game where you, you didn't act stoned, you were a charming lizard man. You were a charming lizard knight. Who but just I, wanted to fly like a bird. But I 
was stoned most of the time. Oh, yeah, because the guy had an addiction problem. Of all the things you could have focused like on... several addictions. Of all the things you could have focused on with that character, yes. Yeah, so, so he, he was a Game of Thrones knight. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, and, Maddie and, was, and Maddie was the epic monkey who put a grenade in my god's ear. Yes, we've, <laughs> caught, we've, we've, we've come back to this a lot before. Now, other uh, great DPSs in the world of Rifts. Just, I, I got I, I to I get through these again just while I'm thinking about it. Okay, um, some other great ones. Rifts has such a wide number of very huge and heavy, powerful characters, but I'm going to stick mostly with the core. Um, the great, great DPSs also include Dragon Hatchlings. Great DPSs include Juicers. I am going to put throw the Juicer in there because even though the Juicers tend to have a lot of mega damage, no, they're fast, they're strong, they've got the stats, they've got the stats to survive anything, they've got the skills to survive anything. And they really are, and they've got, their bonuses are really, really high. And the only reason that my players kill them with the efficiency that they do is because I can't roll. So, And we throw vans on top of them and jump up and down. It only works for James. No one else has been able to <laughs> successfully pull that off. Wow. I was also going to... Most playing players love juicers. When I was at the Plenium Open House that one year, that was the big criticism that I got. People were kind of miffed at me for my misuse of juicers and they 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 don't like the way that I use juicers and they said that I'm banned from using juicers because I it's I not, dishonor them. It's not that you misuse juicers, it's that your dice misuse juicers. My dice misuse the juicers. My um, players misuse the juicers, yes. Oh your players abuse the juicers. We're not sorry. And I would never ask you to be and for and for the public coalition Dead Boys record, juicers are vulnerable to vans. So <laughs> they're one weakness. How did they know that they was, can be taken was, down by a van? That is the weakness to all juicers, people. Remember that. And I would have gotten away for it too if it weren't for you for you meddling kids. And the other one that I feel compelled that I really do need to bring up, because this character really is the the Mary Sue of Palladium anything, but it is in Rifts. Uh, it's called a Cosmonite. Ask anybody that plays Palladium games, they'll tell you that the Cosmonite is the ultimate, is the end-all character. It's the character that can be the DPS, the tank, and the, and the anything else that you want him to be. Cosmonites can do it all, so I have to, so I bring them up and put them in the DPS queue, but they... Sounds like my kind they're, uh, of... <laughs> they're, yeah. they're, they're a Mary Sue character, though, so like, a dra like with Dragon Hatchlings, if you ever play one of those, and you suddenly find yourself fighting gods and whole fleets of monsters and... As we do. You asked yourself. You asked for it, basically. I was also going to mention, and this might come off as a little odd, but a glitter boy pilot, if they have their armor on, they number one, they deal out a ton of punishment. I mean, just with their boom gun. You know, if you don't count all the other little tiny, shooty, stabby hurdy bits and the fact that they can stomp you I mean they're they're pretty I, I think they're pretty tough um, the pilots themselves not as much but um, you know if uh, anime has taught me nothing it's that the pilot is always with armor so yeah I think uh, I think they deserve a spot of honor in that uh, list as well. The Glitter Boy is a tank. <laughs> we do not give the tank credit for being a DPS. A tank is a tank. <laughs> as, would, as would be all RPAs, uh, DPSs That's are things true, that can deal damage and not take damage. DPSs are the ones that can get in there. And smack and not get hit, and smack and not get hit, and smack and not get hit. So that's... That's my favorite. So there you go. And that's what I tried to focus on with that. So Maddie's favorite is the DPS. You like rogues. I like monsters. Give me give me a good old monster any day. I like the weirder the better. Well, so, well you're the GM, of course. But I think, I think um, kooky wizards can be really fun to play, too. Like, I like hearing stories about Maddie's... Um, principal well, necromancer. Was good necromancer. necromancer. And my <laughs> she loved her children's. She loved them so and much. And my um, eccentric necromancer. 
Oh, he's a, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yes. I need to I need to send you a message about, Goofy, okay. about that, no, yeah. too. Uh, goofy characters can be a lot of fun. My I just uh, my my closing remarks for the night because we we have to wrap this up. But uh, closing remarks are going to be um, if you do like playing like the goofier or more social, you know, like a funny type character, please make sure that the game is right for it. And also, again, you may want to you may leave like the goofier character ideas for when you're GMing because that tends to be when those characters really come out and shine the most is when. Is not is not when they're the star of the show, but when they're just there to to like the mood a little bit, yeah. And and I notice that um, there are times, even in a really quite serious campaign like we're running now, Mm -hmm. where my character can be a little bit, you know, he can show his his uh, lack of uh, social graces a little bit, and he I can show his um, awkwardness a little bit. But um, and and I think it's uh, it's fun to do that as long as it's not like someone hitting on another party member in the middle of a battle. He started it. It wasn't me. It was Joe. Joe started. I I have no yes, idea. Yes, but that, that moment down. really has to go down in infamy. That really was. He hilarious. started it. I had to retaliate. That was such an anime moment. We are in the middle of a dungeon. We are surrounded by bad guys. Monsters are about to eat us all. And suddenly, the two characters with physical beauties of thirty both have to see who really is the sexiest in this fight. Okay, we have it seen. It was me. It was me. <laughs> and yes. Well, that's the thing. He Joe, he tried with his Tom Selleck mustache. Joe, Joe, to, yes, it was. Yeah, it was. It was to girl, seduce you, girls versus girls versus guys in the. And you withstood him, and then you barely, and it was you were amazing. Like, well, how about this? And you just kind of throw up your arms in a ballerina pose, like I'm doing right now. So yes, and so yes. It was like regret. And yes. his Tom Selleck mustache fall off. We we I regret to announce to everybody that again yes Tom Selleck lost to the mermaid. Sorry, the mermaid, <laughs> the mermaid was yeah. Uh, Hashtag m- sorry not sorry. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So uh, or I and but uh, and I got one more zinger. We've got to bring this up because mostly because. I like to, I I hope I hope Maddie didn't have an accident, but she was laughing so hard when this happened that it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, this last session, no. Oh yeah, Max, I almost Our the principal zombies decides to punch an ogre in the ball, <laughs> and I roll a one. <laughs> That's not even the funniest part, people. The funniest part was when I drew the critical card where it said. Was brained. <laughs> Literal tears came from my eyes. As well they should. That is funny. <laughs> you ever just punched in the joke and the card is brain? Well, yeah, no duh. Did so much damage too. It was so good. It was so good. It killed him too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. It seems like there was a moment like that in our last our last session where um, I can't Joe flying into the wall was like the highlight of last <laughs> session. But <laughs> I th- yeah, I think our and coming up in the bar- in the bowels of a heavily armed Imperial naval vessel, and he's a dragon, and he's oh. spewing fire out of his nostrils. And yeah, what did he think was going to happen when he came up in the middle of that ship? I don't think you were here for the Deviant Mind session where. Um, so it's based off the riddle of steel system, right? So yeah. you rolled to see where yeah, you're yeah, hitting. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was rolling sevens. Everybody was getting hit in the junk. That's every rhythm of steel game. <laughs> and I think they did it like that on purpose. I, I actually did kill a guy by hitting him in the junk. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens often. And I, I kind of wrote to Jake. I'm like, did you really do this on purpose? Because the average roll on two dice is going to be a six or a seven. So yeah, every time you're randomly allocate, so anytime you're shooting anybody in the Riddle Steel game with an arrow or a crossbow, yeah, every other time you're going to hit them right in the, yeah, right, 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 right in the thinky bits. So right, right in the farm parts. So yeah. Anyway, we've discussed we've discussed our favorite archetypes, and we've also discussed 
the best parts of our recent games, which we had forgotten about until now. The so, best parts to hit in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. You've been great. You can find me at zeratorix.wix.com forward slash Acurium. And also uh, Doom Squid, uh, it's doomsquid246 at blogspot.com. I'm also Doom Squid on Twitter. So, uh, I'm Darth Yog at Darth Yogi on Twitter. Uh, you can also find us. Uh, you can also find the podcast uh, on Twitter at cs at at cs dead boys, um, or go to our site, which is probably where you're listening now. Uh, it's coalitiondeadboys.blogspot.com. Or just use iTunes or some other podcatcher. Uh, except for some reason, we can only get like the latest twenty episodes. I don't know why. On iTunes. Yeah. Uh. That's what I was showing. I've gone back through. Look, she's she's gonna show show me and be all smart about it. I don't know. I looked on on my computer and it wouldn't show me anything beyond twenty. Um, um, but anyway, but there's time for this. Uh, there's time for this another time. Yeah. Um, and you can email us at coalitiondeadboys dot or at gmail dot com. Maddie, that's that's so weird. Um, I'm on Twitter. Have fun trying to find me. I think you said that last time. Yeah. Anyway, it's difficult. Do or do not. There is no try. And with that, thank you, citizens. You've been awesome. Oh, my. Oh, I'm Jeff. I'm Maddie. I'm Matt. And now you can carry on. The Coalition Dead Boys podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution share like 4.0 international license. All third party names, images, stories, and other copyrighted materials are the property of their respective owners. (laughs) 